everyone, and welcome back to the Best of Five podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 7, Real Coverage of Real Pro Volleyball. Join Grant and me as we run down the first two weeks of the new Pro Volleyball Federation in the U.S. Thanks for listening, and please remember to like, subscribe, and follow the Best of Five podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Why is volleyball the best? Because it's the best of five. Let's dive in. How y'all doing? Hey. hey. <laughs> Welcome back. Another day, another dollar, another week, some more volleyball. Absolutely. Yeah. Super thankful because we were getting definitely sad not having volleyball to watch every week. But now with the Pro Volleyball Federation, it's been great to see some of our old favorites and new favorites back at it. For sure. Um, I'm definitely noticing in this moment in live time, the lack of televised volleyball correlating with <laughs> our, the decline of our <laughs> mental health. But yes, that's okay. That's okay. We're building back up. Exactly. We're aware of the issue. Yeah. Um, and so only up from here. Um, and Every week, there's going to be at least two pro volleyball games. Mm-hmm. They normally play on like a Wednesday and a Thursday and then a Saturday. But let me pull up. We can just do a little overview. Pull up, Al. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we're going to start covering the pro league every week. So we'll just give you a quick overview of the league in case you're unfamiliar. So it's comprised of seven pro teams. The San Diego Mojo, the Atlanta Vibe, Omaha Supernovas, Vegas Thrill, Grand Rapids Rise, Orlando Valkyries, thank you, (laughs) and the Columbus Fury. Uh, There's going to be two to three games every weekend, and it's real pro volleyball. Mm -hmm. They're paying them a livable wage. Uh, I saw that the base salary is $60,000. Oh, nice. Yeah, work. And that's just like the base. So some teams, some people might get more, Some, but that's... That's honestly great. I mean, obviously compared to like other pro athletes, that's not even a fraction of it. But this is just beginning it's a huge step for volleyball yes it's been a long time coming right we deserve this exactly they deserve it yeah yeah Yeah. you deserve this you deserve this girl you're so deserving yes and i mean if you're in columbus or orlando or grand rapids that that money's gonna stretch absolutely you can live a nice life on 60k yeah it's a little harder in san diego or Vegas probably, but whatever. Yeah. So yeah, they provide the players with real incomes, real facilities, real great competition, uh, fan, real fans, (laughs) not (laughs) fake fans. Fake fans. (laughs) There's real coverage. Including the best of five pod. Including the best of five pod. Exactly. And they get benefits along with their salary. So insurance and shit. Yeah. Well, I guess that's probably expected since like they're athletes and like it's a lot of physicality. Yes. Unless you're a sleigh and you don't even have to try. Exactly. (laughs) Which they're not doing. They're trying. Oh, big time. It's like really competitive. It's legit. Because you look at like, like no hate, but like the NBA, like there's a lot of criticism with like 
them double dribbling and traveling and then <laughs> and like not, not playing calling. defense and not playing defense like literally just no. like jogging back and forth like whatever right. um and like the nfl being rigged yes yes the script the script <laughs> yes. if you know you know and i don't know this feels like very competitive it, the girls are not the girls the women yes, the pro women really exactly. want it and yeah it's fun to watch yeah and i don't know if you know this but the winning team of the whole league uh-huh they split a million dollars. What? Yes. Like yes. with the players or with like the whole team? You know, like does everyone that gets a salary from pro volleyball divide that? Probably not evenly, I'm sure, but. Right. But I think that's the premise. Okay. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Is that how, that's not how pro leagues work, right? Like. The NFL, they don't, I, they get bonuses. They though. get bonuses from their organization. So yeah. I think that's like the, okay. Yeah. Cause if you win the Super Bowl, you're getting like, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to give you yeah. X amount of money. But I think to curb, like, because these organizations, it's their first year. Yeah. And they don't have the extra funds to totally. give bonuses, at least as far as I'm aware. That's a good, yeah. All speculation. Exactly. And like, that's really fun and something to yeah. work work for. It uh, makes it feel like like RuPaul's Drag Race exactly, or like, like Celebrity TV. Big Brother, like yeah, reality yes. TV down. Yes, yeah. So that's really really fun. Let's get into the first weekend. Started off with a with a bang. Yeah, on, and they, like, they knew what was happening because yes. like that they have to get people's attention right off the bat. Like mm-hmm. the first week of games they definitely kind of like stacked yes so that they were competitive five set matches right if not five set like really competitive four and three like a game can be super super competitive and only go the three sets exactly not all the time but no but especially with these pro athletes like that they're playing at such a high level that even if one team is sort of dominant like it's it's anyone's game. Totally. Like, totally. literally. And that's how it went with the first match of the whole shebang, the Omaha Supernovas versus the Atlanta Vibe. Mm-hmm. It went to five. They were the top-ranked teams in the league. So I think Atlanta was number one and Omaha was number two. Yep. And speaking of anyone's game, the Vibe took the first two sets. T. 26-24. 25-23. Yeah. And I remember you saying, like, they're not going to let this go three. Oh, like they're, yeah, yes. Yeah. I Yeah. I tend to look at things from, like, a... Cynical? <laughs> no, not even <laughs> cynical. Just, like, I don't know. I guess I'm, like, playing the devil's advocate. Or, like, right. I always try to, like, see through things that are being televised and have millions and millions of dollars, like, just, like, filtered through. Right. I always try and think, like okay, how much of this is real and how much of this is, like, them being like, hey, like, make this a little more entertaining. And, mm-hmm. can like, by watching the game, like, they were really going for it. Yes. And it truly went to five sets because they both really, really wanted it. Yes. But, yeah, you're right. I, I guess it is kind of cynical because then I'm like, okay, well, if this were to go to three sets, everyone would be like, okay, fun, pro right. league, like, right. yay. But since it went to five, everyone's like really into it, yes. invested, and it gets the adrenaline going and right. it gets you hooked. Like literally volleyball is an addiction. It, yeah, no, it is. And you could tell by the crowd. It was great that it was in Omaha, the yeah. volleyball capital of the U.S. Oh, yeah. 
they or Nebraska, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. They the the venue was packed. It was a record-breaking crowd. I think it was over 11k. Yeah, because uh, I remember that's how many people were watching at that time too. Right. Yeah. Yes, on the live stream, it was yeah 11k. So I'll just rattle off the next three sets. So after that. The Supernovas kind of took control. Yeah. They won 17-25 and 19-25. And then fifth set, 15-13. Just like (laughs) we like to see it. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We got to see our girl Kendall. No. Yeah. Kendall White. Yes. Penn State. Rep in Penn State. Mm Mm-hmm. Who, like, really, really stepped up and was going beast mode. Right. The first two sets, I didn't really notice her. Yeah. And then she, like, turned it on. Yeah, she's a total competitor. We, uh, she does make us laugh. She's very extra. (laughs) Yes, yes. Very, very extra in her celebrations, in her facial expressions. And I honestly love to see it. Yeah, we also got to see Sydney Hilly and Danielle Hart back in action yeah. with the Omaha Supernovas. I thought it was interesting that they ran a 6-2. Yeah, or, not the whole time, though. No, not the whole time. But it may have also been like a 5-2. Yeah. Because I think Sydney played in the front row and the other girl played in the back. And the reason why they wouldn't run, why I don't think anyone will run a full-fledged 6-2 is because of the lack of subs yes. that they have. And I don't mean like amount of people on their bench. I mean no. like the amount of subs you're allotted is much fewer than the college game than the high school game. Yes. It I'm not hundred percent sure at the professional level, like overseas, how many yeah. subs you get. I'm not sure. I would assume that it's low I because so they're like tailoring this league. Yeah. To be like international yeah. leagues, so I, that's just my hunch, but yeah. I'm not also, sure. And that also mimics the men's game, yes. where even at the college level, right? I think they have like eight subs, yeah. maybe even like six, yeah. Um, which is crazy considering at, at the women's college level they have twelve ish, or maybe even more. Either 12 or 15. Yeah. Like it's something. And then at the high school level, it's like 18. It's fi- okay. It's definitely 15 in high school. Okay. So it must be 12 in college. Okay. Yeah. But like for us, like with coaching at the high school or like youth level. Yeah. I hardly ever think about the subs no. or like running out of subs. No. And like we run a 6-2. Fully. And have a lot of people coming in and out. Yeah. And like have a DS that goes yes. in like all the time. And the the thought we wouldn't be able to have the team we have without 12 or 15 subs definitely definitely but i don't know it is it's a great challenge another thing i noticed were liberos don't serve t which yes. also mimics the men's game liberos don't serve and i'm sure i could look it up with a quick google but i am trying to figure out like what what's the point why i don't why know why less subs like it You'd be... Mm. I mean, you're more stuck with the lineup that you put out there. Yeah. But why would you want that? Like, I think at the pro level, especially, like, you should be able to have, like, a lot of creativity in your lineup, in your uh, rotations. And your bench is so deep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like... And, like, talented. Like, they're all pros. Yes. Yeah. Like I would use them, like, 
but also your top athlete should be out there six clicks so exactly another shout out i wanted to give to the omaha supernovas was brooke nunaville nunaviller okay from oregon the outside hitter oh yeah 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 okay she's she slays as an outside hitter but her defense yeah. is actually unreal. Yeah. Like she was a libero for her first two years at Oregon. So I mm-hmm. guess that makes sense. But her playing middle back and Kendall White yeah. in the left back, yeah. hardly anything's hitting the floor. No, once they, were they struggling. Yeah. Like once they got their connection and sort of got the feel for the game, yeah. they were on it. Yeah, like Atlanta was struggling to get the ball down at yes. points. Like there were some really long rallies where Kendall White and Nutter Beller? None of Villar. None of Villar were just eating it up. <laughs> yeah, no, it was awesome. So then let's just shout out a couple people on the vibe from that game. Also, not to be a hater, Atlanta vibe. I know. Vibe? Really? That's yeah. so 2020 TBH. True. Not obsessed with the name yeah i'm trying to think of like a better name i know i i do like their logo like the yes. ab so it should stay v but velocity? they already took oh velocity okay that just sounds like a club though that does but it vibe sounds like a club too yeah very club yeah it's just so hard to name a team or an organization because everything's already taken everything's already taken yeah like I like when our team was in Cleveland, we played a team called Black Swamp. <laughs> oh my What? I know. I Why? Hey, whatever, I guess. Get out me swamp. <laughs> For real. What's the Fiona? Are you there, God? It's me, Fiona. <laughs> exactly. It's me, Fiona. But yeah, overall amazing first game. Totally, 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 yes. totally. Like that was, and, and like I said earlier, like they definitely set it up to be that way, but right. like good on them. Like thank yes. goodness they did because yes. it got us hooked. It got a lot of other people hooked. Right. Leah Edmond yeah, popped off. Yeah. Um, Shelly Fanning, I'm very, I was skeptical. Same. Because I think I was skeptical because I didn't know her. Same. And I was like, well, how can she be good if I don't know yeah, her? Yeah, seriously. But she slays. Yeah, she, yeah. Like, she's really, really good. Good work, girl. Yeah. Allie Linehan. Yeah. Step star, up. Star. Love her. I loved her at Kentucky. I love her now on the vibe. It looks like, seems like her and Tori Stringer. Yeah. I, it's really hard for me to go from college names to married names. Yeah. But they seem to have a really great connection. So yeah, overall, again, amazing. For sure. Great first match. And then we move on to the next day. The second game of the season was the Grand Rapids Rise versus the Columbus Fury. Mm -hmm. Rise popped the f*** off. Rise above. (laughs) exactly they really took care of business swept columbus 25 17 25 23 25 19 yeah 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 and i have in my notes like claire chasse oh yeah popped off yeah like there was absolutely no stopping her i want every single outside hitter to watch her approach Mm -hmm. 
watch her arm swing yeah and watch how she tools the block yeah and the announcers just like she was the name that was said like the yes. entire game one because it's a very fun name to say it is Claire it's really great. cc cc i wonder what her middle name is i'll i'll have to look it up claire slay chasse exactly. <laughs> claire slay chasse that's so hard to say that, oh, is. Oh, oh, oh. that was a bar Wait, what? I, it was like rhyming. I was like rapping. Was oh. Like, Claire Slay. So, so. <laughs> okay, it's over. Yeah, the mo- the moment's gone. I I was interested to see that Asia O'Neill did not play. Yeah. For the yeah. Columbus Fury, even though she Fresh was, off a natty champ. Yeah, and she was the number one draft pick. Yeah. So, yeah. very interesting. I would love to know the tea on that. If there is any, I don't, I don't yeah. know if there is any, but yeah, that's, I mean, it was a dominant performance by Grand Rapids. This is the Columbus Fury. Reagan Cooper outside for them was phenomenal. Yeah. She kept them in it just by taking big rips. We didn't get to see Megan Courtney. That's kind of crazy. Cause I didn't even know I that know. she was playing in the pro league. Yeah. I knew she was playing at Colum- in Columbus cause she lives there now. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. She had a baby a year or two ago, so See. maybe she's just okay. Mothers can do her. anything, though. Facts. Mother. Mother. Caitlin, Caitlin Horde. Love yeah. that girl. So she ate. She had a lot of kills. She did. Not a ton of like straight down, but she definitely did have her like yes monster kills. Right. But she's very smart with the pushes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Slay. Slay. <laughs> Slay. Slay. Some more from Tennessee. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think they put her in the second or third set, and she did well. Yeah. She's so pretty. I love that she, picture of yeah, her. Yeah, she is stunning. Get them next and, time. I mean, they have the talent to be able to compete. So For sure. I'm not worried about them. But, yeah. okay, but let's move on to the rise, the Grand Rapids rise. Who do we want to shout out? Kayla Caffey. Yeah. Work. Yeah, eight work down. In the middle. Yeah. And I'm really happy that she's finding success in the pro league. And I just think it's so crazy slash awesome that she played at Missouri, then Nebraska, yeah. and then Texas. And made like such an impact. Yes. Because on all of them. Yeah. Because that is really tough to like establish yourself in a program, make yes. connections quickly. Like, right. I'm sure she's actually like, this came pretty easy to her right playing with new setters playing oh, with new exactly outside hitters to block with you know like that's yes very impressive claire Tra- claire chasse again flop <laughs> hate that girl <laughs> no she was outstanding yeah. how tall was she six two six, six foot? foot yeah no I, she's I thought small. she was small she's small yeah she's small and she's so skinny yeah and yeah. she spells her name the same way as you i know and yeah so i have a connection to her okay this girl you want to say her name Amelia Dimitrova. Unreal. Yeah. She's a 17-year <laughs> pro. Okay. She's been playing pro volleyball for 17 years. That's how old I am, guys. <laughs> I'm 17. She started playing pro league when I was born. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not 17, guys. Like, but I know I look it. <laughs> exactly. She plays opposite. And she is like she it has the body of like volleyball barbie yeah yeah like she's super long she's super muscular yeah she's lean she yeah. can jump 
And I like when she smiles, like in this picture, because when she doesn't, like she's, she's intimidating. Yes, she's scary. Yeah. Um, and she will block you. She oh, will yeah. stuff you, and she will hit from anywhere and everywhere. Don't so. be afraid to hit that block button. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Nia, Nia Grant. Grant. Oh my gosh. So there's a Grant and a Claire <gasps> oh, on this team. That's so fun. I love that. I didn't even think about that. No, me neither. I thought Nia did her job. Same. Yep. I don't think she did anything more or anything less, mm -hmm. which is totally acceptable. Totally. Totally acceptable. Okay. So yeah, that's all the star players from The Rise. And then to finish off the weekend, the inaugural, inaugural weekend, there was another five-set thriller. Yup. Orlando Valkyries versus the Atlanta Vibe. You said that very well. Thank you. Yeah, I, yeah. I really focused on There's it. a few words. We, like, Louisville. Yeah. Get rid of that. It's, it's hard. But as a Louisville fan, yeah. I, had to, I had to start saying it that way. Yeah. Because I couldn't be a fake fan. Louisville. <laughs> Louisville. Exactly. So the Vibe played again. They played two this weekend, both away. They played at Orlando. Scores were, they lost the first set. So Orlando won the first set 25-20. Atlanta won the second 27-25. Oh, wow. And then Atlanta won the third 27-25. Oh, Orlando came firing back, won 25-16. Yeah, and then, that was, yeah, yeah, that was ridiculous. And then fifth set, 15-12. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really great. Jill Gill. Yeah. Absolute. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think you said this during the game when we were watching it, but like, it's so perfect because she has to be perfect. Yes. Because she's 5'7". Yeah. But her jump, her hang time, her vision. Yeah. She just tools and hits through everything yeah. and anything. Yeah. And plays scrappy defense mm -hmm. and is competitive as fuck. Oh, yeah. And, like, her hard work and, like, competitiveness has gotten her to the point where... She is a 5'7 outside hitter yes. in the first ever pro league in America. Like, yes. that is such a crazy feat. I mm -hmm. She has crazy feet the way she gets up there. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. Right. Uh, yeah. I can't praise Jill Gill enough. Exactly. But let's we can stick on the Orlando Valkyries for a sec. Yeah. Wilma Rivera, the setter. For Orlando, mm -hmm. Puerto Rico has a crazy serve. Yes, yes. Okay, lit. Yeah. Lit setter. She's a Penn Stater and a Louisville love, girl. Love, love. it. She was, I mean, lights out. Yeah. Uh, I think the announcer said she was voted, like, the best server at, like, the Pan Am Games or mm. something. And it showed. She went on yeah. multiple service runs, especially in their 25-16 victory. Yeah. Uh, one other shout out is Georgia Murphy, the libero from Oregon. Yes, yes. Yes. I didn't realize it was her. Yeah. Until, you know, later in the game and was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. This is her first year playing pro. We were just watching her in an Oregon uniform. Exactly. And she is 
doing the most yeah and keeping the ball off the floor and holding down the backcourt exactly yeah and that's like especially from an incoming college player like that's such a like great thing to see is just yes her taking control right eating it up like not like you can only expect so much right and she wasn't i wasn't like oh my gosh right. what's going on here like she's going absolutely insane but it was insane because yes. of how solid she was right and confident and calm yes. it was yes. really it was really awesome okay let's talk about the vibe then the big drama was tori dilfer stringer was hurt slash we don't know pulled. <laughs> yeah she pulled something. Yes. And the coach also pulled someone. <laughs> exactly. She definitely landed weird when she was in For, the front. Oh, yeah. Yes. For sure. For like, sure. I watched her ankle go. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, something was not good. Yeah. But then, She did finish off the play, though. She did. She did. And then got taken out, or maybe it was a set change or something, got checked out, mm-hmm. and then seemed to be, like, fine and just standing on the bench Mm -hmm. and instead of putting her back in they let marley monserey from florida who i who i really like yeah Um, i i wasn't familiar with her prior to this game but she really really stepped up yes she was i think she played at she played at florida and then i think at ucla and played beach there so yeah she has some beach experience she's a really great competitor she did a really great job holding down the fort. Yeah, looked um, very comfortable. Yes, yeah. That's one thing I can say about the vibe is they look very much like a team. Yeah. And that they like each other and that they work together. For sure. There's a good vibe. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, but Tori did go get put in a couple times later, mm-hmm. like, to serve, but Marley was always setting. Yeah, yeah. So, very interesting. But then... We saw going into the second weekend in Atlanta's first home match and San Diego's first match of the whole season, Tori was back at the helm running yeah. running a 5-1. Yeah. So I think she probably tweaked a little something, got a little nervous. Yeah. Totally understandable. Yeah. And Marley took the opportunity and ran with it. Yeah. So My biggest qualm with Tori Stringer is... She's not an offensive setter. Mm-hmm. And she tries to do that little like quick contact, push it to the middle, uh, to the donut in the court. I haven't seen her score on it once. No. Like, I don't think I've seen her get a kill. Yeah. And she needs to like go up and then bring it down. Yeah. But like the thing about that little one contact push is that she's back row. Yes. And she doesn't, she's short. But short-ish. Yeah. And doesn't jump high when she does that so that her contact with the ball isn't above the net. So it's legal. Right. Right. But it's not. It's not effective. It's not effective. No. At all. Yeah. It's it's underwhelming. Yeah. Um, But coming off. So the vibe came off a five set victory and took care of business with San Diego. Oh, yeah. They killed them. Yeah. Uh, beat them 3-0, uh, even with Allie Linehan going down with a serious injury. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She went Wait, is down. she okay now? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't heard an update. Um, but she 
took a pretty bad fall in like towards the end of the first set, I think. Yeah. Um, and then went out and was out for the rest of the game. Yeah. But because of that, like a tour member, Manet, mm-hmm. a pit girlie, stepped in and, and stepped up. Stepped up. Yeah. She is another five seven jumper. Yeah. Yeah. And took care of business. Yeah. We also got to see Yasiana Presley. Yes. From Baylor. Love that girl. Love that girl. I think like she's really getting the job done. Yeah. And it's tough because who's the right side? Grace Cleveland. Yes, Grace yes. Cleveland. Like there's a lot of competition between those two. You know, right. like it Right. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure what the answer is, but yeah. we I just I, want to see them both play. Like I know. I know. Maybe they can run a 6-2. That would be really fun. Very balanced attack by the vibe. Member Manet had five kills. Fanning had six. Edmund had 16. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Very balanced. I mean, very balanced. Very balanced. Cleveland had eight. Uh, Yeah. And by balance, I mean, like, everybody contributed. Yeah. Yeah. As a team, they hit 300. And the Mojo only hit .090. So mm. that's brutal. They had a setter change. Um, oh, yeah. And they yeah. just couldn't seem to put the pieces together. And the vibe was vibing. So yeah, there wasn't a whole lot they could do. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing them play more. I really like Morgan Lewis, another Oregon girl. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, she stepped in. She did, yeah. She's um, much more comfortable on the right side. Yeah, I like her on the right side a lot yes. more. And she was in a, like, bad situation. Just, like, being thrown in. Yes. Kind of, like, please get us some kills. Like, right. we need to do something. Yeah, and, like, she was on the left side pin, yeah. like, to start out. And, yeah. yeah. And they, like, they were feeding her the ball. But it's hard to go in cold. Yes. In, what, like, halfway through the second set? Yeah. And then third? I, right, I yeah. But this the second weekend was all San Diego because they were traveling. So after they played in Atlanta, they went and played in Omaha versus the Supernova. And the Supernovas got their first win of the season and their first sweep. Woo! Yeah. The hitting percentages were a little bit more comparable. Like the Supernovas hit 370 while Mojo hit 250. It just looks like it came down to defense yeah. and serve and pass. Mojo had five reception errors while Supernovas only had two. Yeah. And then the Supernovas had eight blocks while the Mojo had zero. Big fat zero. Big fat zero. I think Temi Thomas Alara yes. from Wisconsin is carrying a big load for she that team is. as someone that we were just watching in a Wisconsin mm-hmm. jersey. Two months ago? Yeah, and who didn't have to carry a big load at Wisconsin. No, because there were so, so many, many offensive, like, and she super was, tall, super strong. And like, she was playing... On the right side. On the right side. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. now she's strictly on the I outside. Think she, well, I think she did, like, one outside click and then two okay. on the right that, that makes sense. Know, something like that. But, she, I mean, she did play three or four years at Northwestern. Yeah. And was their ace and played outside yeah, and so played. So she knows how to carry familiar. a load. Yeah. But at the pro level. At the pro level, that's tough. Yeah. That's really hard. So yeah, that's that's all of the games that happened.
now we can discuss a bit of the tea that just broke today. Tea, tea, tea. <laughs> so the Omaha Supernovas coach, Coach Collier, Collier, something, something. Uh, it was announced today that he will be taking a step back. Let me pull up the actual because the wording that the Supernovas organization used was very. It's all very cryptic. Yes. It's like, oh, he's not going to be head coach anymore. Here's not, or like, they're not giving us a reason why. They're just telling us that he's going to be moving to a different position. Right. Which is like, director, or like advisor. Yeah, like something. Advisor of something. Yeah. Okay, so here's the Instagram from the Supernovas. Today, the Omaha Supernovas announced head coach Shelton Collier will serve as an advisor to the organization and named coach Laura Bird Kuhn as interim head coach. Additionally, former Creighton volleyball standout Jazz Schmidt joins the Supernovas' impressive coaching staff as an assistant coach and operations assistant. So, yeah, I think – and right now we did some digging before we recorded – it's all speculation. Nobody yeah. really knows. My my theory, and again, all speculation, is they heard our podcast talking about <laughs> how it's a boys club. And then they were like, you know what? Let's let's get some more female coaches. Or not female. Not female some women to coach yes. these women. Yes. How about that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I mean like that. Would be great. Yeah. I saw on Volley Talks that some people say he's a great coach. Some people disagree with that. But the big, the biggest thing is he hasn't coached at the D1 level for over 20 years. Yeah. He's coached at the D2 level, which, and had really, really great success. I think it was at Wingate. But the game has changed so much in the past 20 yeah. years yeah. that if you're not at the forefront of D1 volleyball, making that transition from coaching college to coaching pro would be harder. Yeah. I I just think it's like, in my head, I'm thinking something had to have happened. Yes. For this to happen right now. Right. Like, do you think that the players were like, get him out of here, get him out of here. We hate him. Maybe, maybe because like, Otherwise, they would have just waited until next year. Yes, exactly. And I feel like with saying like, oh, he's going to be an advisor. It's like they're not firing him. So like, yeah, they're trying to like save face. Yeah, definitely. But it's like the whatever's done is done. Yeah. Like it can't be changed. And yeah, I don't know. It's just very interesting. I, I'm anxious to see in the coming days if any more information gets yeah. leaked. Yeah. Maybe. Which, honestly, honestly, maybe this is what they need. And this is yes. a publicity stunt to get more attention <gasps> to the pro league. And next thing you know, there's going to be some drama and some tea. This is just the beginning. Like, this news dropped, like, five hours ago, six hours ago. No, it Oh, it was It was like 3 hours ago. Oh, okay, yeah. Like it yeah. really this is fresh. Very. Um 
So I'm sure there will be at least a little bit more information to come. Yes. And if not information, then speculation. Exactly. And I I need to hear from Sydney Hilly or Kendall White. Kendall White, hit me up. Hit me. Kendall White. Kendall White. Call me up, girl. DM us, please. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we'll DM you. Yeah. And if you, yeah, want to give us some tea. Yeah. Best or, of five can break the news. Yes. Like, come on the pod. Come on the yeah, pod. Come on the pod. We'll write an article. Yes. We'll, like, we'll go all out. Yes. We'll blast it out there. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that, I think. Yeah. Do you have any more, anything else to say um, about the pro volleyball? Pro volleyball. I wish they had better jerseys. Definitely. Yeah, the, definitely. the jerseys are definitely a flop. They're lacking big time. And like, what brand even are they? I think it's some off brand. Okay. When getting jerseys, I think no matter what, they have to be monochromatic and simplistic. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that any kind of pattern, yeah, any kind of galaxy, yeah, any kind of checkered it's whatever. It's really hard to do that. Yeah. In a tasteful manner. Yes. And I think pro league, like in Europe and everything, yeah. those jerseys are ugly as Oh, yes. But mainly because they look like race cars and they have right. like sponsored everything everywhere. Right. Um, but yeah, the jerseys are ugly. Yeah, ugly. not obsessed with those. I do like though how they're, not the girls, how the women can wear whatever like knee pads or shoes they want to wear. True, true. No, but actually I kind of hate that. Like it's a pro league. Like you're pros, like it should all be uniform. Right, and right. like you should like Nike, Nike, Nike. sponsor or, them. Oh, I don't really like Under Armour jerseys. I like Adidas. I love Adidas. Adidas yeah. has some good jerseys. I don't like ASIC. They're too tight. No. And ugly. Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they, if I had to guess which brand they were wearing, I actually would have guessed ASIC. I kind of thought that that's what yeah. they were wearing. Yeah. It, that's very on brand for them. So ASICs, if you want to sponsor us, um, <laughs> Give us we a call. love your products. Email me at uh, <laughs> yourmom.com. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I think that's all all we got to say about that. Yeah. Tune in next week. Uh, we'll cover the couple games that are going on this weekend. Mm-hmm. There's one tomorrow, I know, on Wednesday. Okay, Slay. Yeah, so tune into that. Yeah. I, th- I think it actually is the Vegas Thrills first game. Oh, love. Okay, so cool. That, cool. Yeah, so that'll be really fun. Oh, I wonder if we can see that. Oh, but oh, they wouldn't be playing in the no, summer. Because I think they're done in May. We'd love to hear some feedback from you guys. Yes. If you want to hear us cover some men's volleyball. Facts. Hit us up. If you're any male volleyball players, hit me up. <laughs> hey. Same. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. But thanks for listening. And... We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Thank you.